Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm your host, Amanda Lamb. As a parent or an employer, it can be extremely frustrating. A big storm is predicted, schools are closed, and parents are home with their kids trying to balance work and childcare. And to make it even worse, sometimes that big storm never materializes. In this episode, WREL meteorologist Kat Campbell joins us to share what she learned about how school systems make decisions to delay and cancel classes due to weather. Kat, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Amanda. So no doubt this is a talker. Uh, I know this affects a lot of people. And when a forecast that you're making for rough weather, whether it be a tropical storm or hurricane, a snowstorm happens, are you kind of thinking about the fact that these school systems and the parents, the families at home are watching really closely about these decisions? And does that feel like a big responsibility or a weight on your shoulders? To be honest with you, I feel that pressure with all of these big weather events, regardless of whether or not it's a school day, because everybody's watching. Uh, I take the forecast seriously, not just for the schools and parents and children, but you know, nurses, doctors, they've got to get to work. And I'm really thinking of everybody when I put this together. So I I feel pressure always in these situations to really do our best because I know everybody is depending on us. Yeah. And I mean, we all know that a lot of people watch the news for the weather. I mean, that's a big part of their day. And, And obviously, we can get that on our phones every morning. But I know people, you know, they like to watch the forecast and see how it's going to play out. Do you ever get after an event, um, do you get school administrators or parents, do they ever get upset with us saying, oh, you know, it didn't happen the way you said it was going to happen? I mean, I'm sure that happens all the time. Parents, yes. We never hear directly from school administrators. And one of the things that I've learned in doing this research is that there's a whole process that goes into their decision making. And it doesn't just involve them turning on the news and making a decision. They're working with the county emergency management department, who is some are in better communication with the National Weather Service than others. But these schools have a plan in place. They work with the county emergency management and emergency management tends to kind of be their go between while they make these decisions. Great. Well, we will learn more about how they make these decisions after the break. Welcome back to the WREL Daily Download. So you were talking before the break about how school districts make these decisions. And one of the things I thought was interesting in your reporting was that, at least in Nash County, they have a committee of people who have these decisions weather guidelines that they go by and they make these weather-related decisions. And I guess a lot of this is based on whether or not school buses will be safe on the road. Explain how how something like this works. So this is really the interesting part of the story and why I wanted to do this story is I learned that at least in Nash County, they have a written plan. They've got the committee, as you said, and it's got about 10 people on the committee. And they always update this document that they have with their plans and guidelines. But they have this set printed list of guidelines that they use. And then they also bring in their county emergency management 
and the county emergency management is able to really relay with them some of the forecast information that they've learned from us, from the National Weather Service, and help them look at their document and make the decision. They also will sometimes send some drivers out on the roads themselves to get a check of it if that applies to this specific weather situation. But I was really curious to see, do schools actually have set strict guidelines or are they making a day-by-day kind of situation-by-situation call on these weather events. And I was pleased to know, at least in Nash County, that they do actually have a set of guidelines that they're following, and they're not just kind of making up a decision without any real basis. However, I cannot guarantee that for all of the school districts out there. And really, everybody is closed lip about it. I was able to talk to um, Cumberland County. They were nice about giving me some of their guidelines and comparing them to Nash County. And then I got one county to talk to me on uh, off the record. But they're really closed lip about this information. And they're public school districts. So I find it surprising that they... They have this behind such a wall when you find pages and pages of guidelines on their website. That's really interesting. And I know one of the things that I thought was interesting, and you learned this from Nash County, is that one of the guidelines is wind gusts, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, whether or not these buses will be safe out on the road. And it sounds like that's something that Nash County really looks at. Yes. And that surprised me as well. So the reason why I did this story, you know, I'm not one that I I don't typically do these kinds of stories. I stick to uh, forecasting the weather. But I was really interested after we saw Idalia move through the area, a bunch of school districts that were not under the tropical storm warning decided to cancel. So that got me thinking, why are they canceling? What are their guidelines? And this was in no way me critiquing them. I was just really curious because a lot of the time I had assumed that they go by the National Weather Service watches and warnings being issued. So I learned from Nash County and even from Cumberland County that they're not making the call for tropical systems based on those watches warnings, but instead each has their own wind speed threshold that they consider safe for buses. And, you know, for Cumberland County, they're going by wind gusts, Nash County going by sustained winds. And knowing that information now, when we put together our forecast, I feel like I can really help those counties out by tailoring the forecast to what they need to know. Giving them that information. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted us all to kind of be able to work together. I talked to my friend at the National Weather Service about it as well. It's good information for them to know this and they don't have their hands on this information. So we can all work together as partners to really make good calls if we can open up these doors and start having these conversations that a lot of the school districts, unfortunately, are not willing to have with us. But I applaud Nash County and Cumberland County for really being open to this with us. Absolutely. So it's not as simple as, uh, Kat Campbell's on TV and this is what she's saying, so this is what we're going to do. I mean, they have actual specific guidelines. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to date myself because I have institutional knowledge. But, you know, back in 2005, we had a snow ice event and Wake County schools released early during the storm. There was major gridlock on the roads. Parents could not get to the kids. We had 3,000-plus students stranded overnight at about 50 schools. This is an extreme situation. But these are difficult decisions to make. I mean, it's not just about cancellation. It's about delaying or it's about, you know, leaving early. And so uh, they're tricky on many accounts. Is that kind of what you learned? Absolutely. I mean, you are 
making a call that could be life or death in a very, you know, dramatic sense. But you have to have the weight of that on your shoulders when you're making these calls. So I understand, of course, with tr- with uh, snow systems, snowstorms, ice storms, the need to sometimes make more conservative calls because, you know, I grew up in North Carolina. I grew up in Winston-Salem. I understand that a five-mile difference can be the, you know, that slight change that happens overnight where the system moves five miles away from where it was originally forecast is the difference between grass and a full-on sledding hill in your backyard. However, I wanted to have this conversation because I think tropical systems are a different story. 24 hours out, so when you're making this decision the night before of whether or not to cancel schools, we have a pretty solid forecast for that. And I think you can, uh, you know, anybody who has to make these calls, I want them to know we have a much higher confidence when we're forecasting tropical tropical systems the night before about what the impacts will be. So I think that you can make a better informed decision when it comes to these tropical cancellations and delays. Yeah. And probably in general, you know, dating back to 2005, the technology has just improved so much now with weather forecasting that you probably could make better decisions about any storm today than you could back then. Any uh, parting advice for how school systems should make these decisions? It is up to each and every one of them. I learned that by talking to state emergency management officials, state DOT. There are no federal guidelines for safety of school buses. There are no state guidelines for safety of school buses in weather. I thought that was interesting. So each county gets to do their own thing. And to some degree, I get it. You know, the the differences in weather between Wake County, Person County, Cumberland County are quite different. But for me, I think really if I have to make a decision going by whether or not a watch or warning is issued in your county when it comes to tropical systems or severe weather is really going to be a really great tool to use, especially when it comes to wind gusts and things like that. That makes a lot of sense. Kat, thank you so much for explaining this and for your reporting on this story. And if you'd like to hear more episodes, please follow the WREL Daily Download in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about any podcast app. Once you follow the show, you'll automatically get new episodes every weekday. As always, thanks for listening to the WREL Daily Download. <laughs>